Don't be surprised if you feel completely, totally overwhelmed. No one briefs you on what to do when you get into office. Could I offer one piece of advice? Please, feel free to ignore him. No, please, I'd like to hear it. Hit the ground running. The Northern Ireland is top of my agenda. We build a global consensus around our ideas. There's nothing that we can't tackle. No point being here if we don't do big things. No one should ever make the mistake of thinking that actions of the IRA represent anything equating to patriotism. The peace is back on track. We could never have done it without your support. I believe in what he's trying to do. I like him. Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew. And I'm Mark. And you are listening to TV Movie Night here in a sweltering, salty, scintillating July. In July. TV Movie grows there. (laughs) Andrew, it's hot. It's hot. It's hot and it's muggy. Yeah. Humidity is up. Hot hot enough hot enough for you? You know, yeah. I hear it's it's real here's a lot of hot air in Washington. Mm-hmm. It must have made its way all the way out oh, here. Oh man. You. How you keeping cool, Mark? Uh I opened the refrigerator and I put my whole head in there. Yeah. And then you realized it was an oven, then you said, Maybe this isn't Maybe so bad. Isn't so bad. <laughs> Too warm. That was the thing. You're like, uh, if this were November, yeah. I think I'd be okay I'd be with happy this. to kill myself this way. Yeah, is there a way to kill yourself where you just put your head in like a nice, like a freezer, just just breathe in like cold air? Well, apparently, when when you start to suffer from blood loss, you do get very cold. Oh, so okay. Just opening up all my veins and being like, oh, it is chilly. Oh, I need a sweater. <laughs> Mark, uh, how you been? What have you been up to? Andrew, I have been busy, busy, but not busy. Uh, Andrew, I was making, I was helping Best a, day. I was helping a friend with a um, short film. Mm. She was making two short films in two days. Yeah, and, and you said we can do two short films in one, one day, day huh? huh? Think about that, or four short films in three days. But you pay me for all the. Dates. I, I look. I can. I. I can. I can sweeten the deal. Hold on a second. I got a. I have a square here. This is what you're gonna pay monthly for the this one short film but you're right but, i never say the number i just yeah you just circle it, it down <laughs> circle it and give it and we could do it for that price uh no so let me talk to the guys in the back before we before you, you know you settle on the short film uh, let me talk to the guys in the back and i'll figure this out she hears me like in my kitchen just making a sandwich <laughs> oh yeah um, mrs fields you've done it again then i come back i think you're gonna like what we came up with <laughs> just covered in mayonnaise yeah no, i have a <laughs> I was uh, in charge of the media. I was in charge of the data coming off the camera. Oh, I thought you were in charge of like the press release. Yes. You're like, I, I, <laughs> I, I know how to handle the media. <laughs> we're going to need to put a statement out very Maybe fast. We got to get ahead of this. Uh, so I was in charge of the data coming off the cards, right? Mm-hmm. But I was misled or misinformed rather uh, and didn't have the right card reader. Mm. So I go to. San- it, was a, it was a credit card reader. Yeah, right? square, the only one that matters. Yeah. So I go to Sammy's Cameras, which is the like premier camera equipment yeah. destination in LA. Not open on Saturday. No, that's uh, what's what's the D&H? one? Yes, exactly. Uh, Chick Fil A. <laughs> yes, they're not open on Sundays. Okay, so, is not, I don't believe is open on Saturdays. So I go to Sammy's and I'm at the counter. And the way this place works, Sammy's, FYI, is. There's the there's not like registers. There's just a long countertop, 
and you go up to it in whatever haphazard order you want. So you'll be buying something mm -hmm. right next to someone else who is also buying something. And there's no separation between the two of you. Anyways. So I'm like, yeah, I need a CFast 2 reader. Would you prefer like a privacy screen? Is this like a no, trough I'm, urinal? Is no, that what you're saying? I'm, it is like a trough urinal. <laughs> I'm saying there's no, it's not like a grocery store where there's aisles. Yes. And okay. Okay. So I'm, a, so I go up to the counter and I'm like, I need a CFast 2 reader. So they, the guy's like, all right, here's the six that we have. And they range in prices, all this bullshit. Next to me is a older gentleman and his like teenage son who are trying to buy a Punk camera. Punk kid, yeah. Punk kid, yeah. Who are trying to buy a camera. And they're talking to the guy behind the counter. And I'm just like overhearing. And the older gentleman and his son are talking as though they know what they're talking about, but they obviously don't. And then the other guy is like, look, just, just tell me what you want this camera for, and I will give you the best one. And they're like, well, I'm curious about the the megapixels. What are what are the megapixels on this? And they're like, does um, it matter? What do you care? There's a lot of them. Finally, they stop talking. There, the older gentleman says, "Wait, wait. Uh, what's your name?" to the to the guy behind the counter, and he says, "Drew." And the guy says, "Drew, really?" And he says, "Yeah." And he says, "You don't look like a Drew." And at this point, I look at the guy, the Drew. He's not of fair complexion, I guess. Mm -hmm. And oh, okay, all right, I see where this is going. And Drew says, "Why do? You, why are you so surprised?" And he says, "You don't look like a Drew." And he says, "What do I look like?" And he says, "Something a little more like exotic, I would say." Oh no! And then Drew looks at me, and I like put my hands yeah, up like, and just walk I'm away. Just gonna, I'm, I'm like, gonna, I'm gonna go over I, here. I can't I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't I be a part of the story. Can't be a part of the I, story. I do not need a CFAST reader to that much. <laughs> and as I'm like leaving, I hear him saying, we're going to move on. We're going to, we're going to just move on. <laughs> Cause I want to sell you this camera. But I was like, geez, what a weird thing to say to someone. You know, something more urban Ur yeah, yeah yeah i was waiting for that <laughs> exotic said exotic it's i'm like oh like, god just oh, just god. threading that needle right yeah. there <laughs> and also like why do you stop right in the middle like to be like tell me your name <laughs> guess what you're not white and that's bizarre to me did you ever notice that that you, you're, not, you're not, white? not white like me or my son now uh these megapixels uh, uh how many do i really need <laughs> I'm, I'm look. I'm not gonna pay a lot for these megapixels. <laughs> well, Mark, that sounds uh, harrowing. So those are my adventures in. So uh, did you just end up stealing the card reader? Uh, no, I just went back to set and said we can't offload any <laughs> of this data. We're gonna have to cut in camera. <laughs> it's gonna have to pause, then frame forward, then record. Record again like it's a VHS. Yeah, you send it to the VCR, send it back to the camera for music, right. and then send it back to the VCR. So it's this like fourth generation, just muddled watercolor. <laughs> kind of ugly. Yeah. You're like she's like, oh, okay, good, right. okay, Sounds that's good, fine, man. great. And so did you did you edit this short film? No, I just offloaded the data and transcoded it to DNA. Charged a arm and a leg for it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Smart, very smart. Well, Mark, I'm glad to hear it. But this is TV movie night. Yes, it is. Your home and source and resource. This is not. This is the content you crave. This is not the show where we talk about what hours 
uh, restaurant, uh, various camera supply stores are open. No, that's a, that's a uh, that is a second sister uh, okay. series that uh, yeah, we're starting we'll, up in a couple months. Right, we'll, we'll record that after this. Go ahead and remind me to cut this, and then we'll just put that in the pilot of the other yeah. one. Mark, TV Movie Night is your house, home, and resource for made-for-television movies, where you and I have watched a made-for-TV movie, and we're going to discuss it at length. We're in the month of July. As we've said, we've said it for years. I want to go on record here. I want it on my tombstone. July is the most patriotic month. Yes. Someone asks, what do you want on your tombstone? Pepperoni. Pepperoni and cheese. Also, July is the most patriotic month. Mark, uh, last time we watched Tad. Tad. But this time around, we watched something a little bit more recent from 2010 entitled The Special Relationship. And we're going to talk about it at length in a segment I like to call, well, what do you know? Mark, what do you know about the special relationship? Uh, Andrew, this was a HBO film from 2010. Yeah. Um, How'd you glean that? From the title? No, I just, no, because I just told you. Anyway, anyway. That's all I knew. Okay. Right? <laughs> I knew when, what when you a, told me. When a, when a president and a prime minister love each other very, very much, much, they have a special relationship. They relation. have a very special relationship. Uh, Mark, what, uh, based, what I, on, based, based on the here's, trailer, here's what based I knew on about the trailer. This. Here's what I knew. Here's what, okay, here's what, okay, I here's knew, what you right? knew. Okay, okay, all right, this guy. Okay, yes, in the back. This is the third film in a informal trilogy. Right, there's red, there's white, yes. and there's the special relationship. The special relationship. <laughs> yes. Uh, there, there's like three movies where Michael Sheen plays Tony Blair. Mm-hmm. And none of them were like, some were released in theaters, some were BBC productions, some just were HBO. I like, feel like one of them may have been the short film that you offloaded the other yes, day. I shot one of them the other day. I um, shot a film shot a with Michael Sheen. So yeah, Michael Sheen plays Tony Blair in all these movies and we kind of go through his career informally mm-hmm. in a way. I knew that Dennis Quaid plays Bill Clinton in it. Mm-hmm. And I was under the impression that this would actually be about something this means something something watching the film I was you were you were constructing a mountain out of mashed potatoes yes. while watching this and just going like i don't think this means anything i don't <laughs> this, think this, this does not mean all. something this isn't delicious uh well mark let's let's talk a little bit about 2010's the special relationship mark this was this premiered on may 29th 2010 on hbo this was directed by uh, Richard Loncrane. Of course. Emmy Award winning director Richard Loncrane for. Rough Riders. Band of Brothers. Oh, okay. He was, was a close. director of one of the episodes of Band of Brothers. And uh, he also had a very, very popular BBC adaptation of Richard Third. Yes, with Ian McKellen and Robert Downey Jr. This was written by Peter Morgan who apparently is also a fan of uh, political recreations as much as we are. I, 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 he, he, write did, he did not write Tad. Oh. <laughs> However, he wrote uh, Frost Nixon. Of course. Also starring Michael Sheen. He wrote The Last King of Scotland. Also, no. No. In that. Uh, he wrote The Queen, which stars... Which does star Michael Sheen. As Tony Blair. Tony Blair. <laughs> so that's like the second one in the trilogy. Uh, he uh, he wrote the He wrote Rush. Which I don't feel like anybody I saw. saw that. I, I saw, saw that. it too. Yeah, I, 
We didn't see it together. No, we didn't. <laughs> but I saw it at the Landmark Theaters with my brother. Uh, Ron Howard's Rush. Rush. It's a race car movie. It's actually really good, but I, I feel like it came out and then people were like, I thought it was a sequel to Premium Rush. And I was like, where's the bicycle? Where's the bikes? I want to see him deliver a package. Also wrote uh, and created The Crown. Oh, yes. Yeah. Everybody loves that show. This is starring Michael. What's your favorite episode of The Crown? Oh, I like the one where they put the crown on. Yeah, I like that That's a good one. I like the one where they lose the crown. It's a little bit different. And they're like, you know, because it's the crown without the crown. What's going to happen? And you think at the end, you think at the end that they're not going to find it. But then it's, then they find it. Then they find out it was inside them all along. (laughs) This is uh, starring Michael Sheen, who again is in Frost Nixon. He's in Masters of Sex. He's in uh, Tron Legacy. Mm-hmm. He plays like a club owner. Yeah. In a computer. He's like, Strange. I'm a computer club owner. Daft you can Punk call is it here? The, the Ram Bar? The Space Bar. The Space Bar. That's what, I, that's what I would call it. <laughs> call it the Space Bar. Dennis Quaid is in this as well. The other co-star. Yep. You know, star of Inner Space. Uh, also played the president in... Um... That American Idol movie? From Justin to Kelly? No, I think it was called American Dreams. It was like a movie about people who go on American oh. Idol. <laughs> and, he's, he, and he's like the president, and he's really interested. He's in like, I, I really like this. Yeah. Uh, he's in. Uh, he's also in The Day After Tomorrow. More recently, he's in A Dog's Purpose. Of course. Uh, which has got a sequel coming up, which has like multiple sequels that's coming up. There's that one with like... Kevin Costner, where he plays the dog, and the dog's like, oh, I hope the dog, I hope the baby looks like me. Look who's talking to. No, no. They... Wait, did the dog have sex with the mom? That's the implication oh in the trailer. God. It's insane. All Do right, you know I'll what watch movie... it. Do you know what movie I'm talking about? No, I have no It's got idea. some fucking ludicrous title as well, because basically it's about this like race car driver who's got a, it's got a wife and a dog. Oh, The Art of Racing in the Rain? Yes! That's based on a book. Yeah, okay, but like... It's a talk. It's a goddamn talking, talking dog, dog movie, <laughs> and they've got some hoity-toity like, ah, uh, yeah, it's the importance of being earnest as a dog. Hmm, yes. think about it. Uh, but then at the end of the trailer, he's like, I could never believe that a that a, a a being could carry a life inside them. I was just hoping it would look like me. And then you're sitting there in the theater, and you're like, oh my god, that dog fucked that woman. That liar. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 race car driver husband's gonna be furious. Yeah. Yes, that's this uh, that's this movie. It's about special relationships, Mark. That's all I can tell you. That's uh, all I fucking know. I, I saw the movie, and that's all I can tell you. I assumed it was about us. Oh yeah, which one? Which one am I? Dennis uh, Quaid. You're Dennis Quaid, and I'm uh, the guy with the assistant with the big ears. Oh, okay. It's like Tony Blair's like Toady, who's like, oh, maybe we shouldn't be so close uh, to the president. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we do a different thing. <laughs> Mark, Act One. Uh, the opening titles tell a bit of a story here, showing some archival footage of presidents and, and PMs, prime ministers hanging out and, you know, being pals. Yeah, just palling around. I don't want to Nixon spo- bumps into a wall. He's for like, some whoa, he's look like, at me. He's just drunk. He's fucking hammered. Like let's nuke Vietnam. He's like, carry huh? me out there, Churchill. And he's like, Churchill's been dead for the decades. I don't want to spoil it, Mark, but the special relationship refers to the relationship between the United States and the United Kingdom. Yes. It's a, we open up with actual footage, and it's the early nineties. 
And a uh, very, very young Labor Party member named Tony Blair arrives at well, Dulles, I'm assuming. Yeah. And uh, gets picked up. His limo driver doesn't really give a shit. He's got his name card upside down. He's right. smoking a cigarette. Doesn't even open the trunk for the guy. He, like... Tells Tony Blair to drive. Yeah, he's like, like look, I, like, gotta I am so fucked up I'm right now over, man i uh, i've got to sleep one off he's just, like i don't know just take a left don't it's not we, we're on the right side of the road here not, right. not on the left it's based off of paris where you're from so you know just <laughs> whatever there's no roundabouts he goes tony blair's going to the dnc yes to get some information about how, how to, to win. how to win as a uh, left centrist now, you know slightly left of center now, Andrew, I found this scene to be amazingly cynical, especially for 2010, because the message of the scene is there's like a guy with a PowerPoint presentation or something, mm-hmm. and he's like, look, uh, you're not going to co- change anybody's mind in your country, so you're better off repackaging and rebranding your party. Change the party to the people, not the people to the party. Exactly. Yeah. Which is so cynical because it's like... Obviously, what they're saying is all that matters is power. All that matters is winning. So just lie and be whatever they want you to be. They want you to be a racist. Be a racist. They obviously they're like they don't want they they don't want to seem like they're being racist. So set up you know it's well dog whistling. It's like set up welfare, but make sure there are term limits. Yeah. Set up this, but make sure there's that. You know, make sure you're, that you're for guns, yeah. but you don't. You're not for assault rifles. Let everybody vote, but make sure that it's harder for some people to vote. You know, think about it. Don't be so brazen about it. Okay. This guy knows what this I'm talking about. This guy gets it. And Tony Blair's like, oh yes, sweaty guy, just frantically taking notes. Yes. Yeah, so Tony Blair takes this all into consideration because basically they're pointing towards Bill Clinton as their rising superstar yeah. of being a left of center, you know handsome charismatic guy you know four years later in paris and tony is meeting with the president of france jacques chirac ah yes remember this guy tony is giving a speech and he get he says that uh he's running for prime minister yes but he wants to be very clear that he's not he doesn't want to bash other people other countries in the european union yes he says specifically that he is european and if that doesn't get him votes then Oh, well, he wants to send a spirit of goodwill towards the rest of his neighboring countries here in Europe. Right. And that Are the French voting for uh, apparently like, why is he on a whistle stop in another country? He's like, we're we're going to Switzerland. Yeah! We're going to Vatican City. We're going to Italy. Yeah! <laughs> Tony, uh, you know, he doesn't want to he doesn't want to foster ill will towards other countries in the EU. And uh, obviously, he didn't properly exist at that time. Sure. It, it was he, an informal yes, thing. Yes, yeah. Uh, and it goes over well in the room. He gets news later that he's going on a trip to Washington, D.C. to meet with Bill Clinton in front of the press corps. The president? Oh, he's on the line? <laughs> he's going to go meet with Bill. And uh, Tony has a question about that saying, like, well, I don't want to offend the current prime minister. And they're like, there's a reason they're doing that, dummy, because they think you're going to fucking win. Yeah. Just go. Stupid idiot. Tony then goes back to his flat. Yeah. I like how very British the sets are. He takes a lorry to his flat. Yeah, that's right. He gets out of the, he has a pram, uh, gets out of the booth. Uh, Takes a lift down. Yeah. He's eating chips. Those are French French fries. fries. (laughs) 
and uh, it's a very slim, like, she's, like, hanging stockings on, a like, a drying rack. Yeah, somehow they're in, like, the set for My Fair Lady. No, she's like, no, flowers for sale! <laughs> it's keeping up appearances. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> she's like, oh! I have to go back to that store where they always ask, are you being served? He frets about his outfit because he's nervous. He's going to meet the president. The president? The president. He wants the whole thing. He was on the TV. He wants a blue shirt. She's like, just wear a shirt. Just wear a fucking shirt. He's like, I already picked out my we motherfucking tie. tie. Pick a different tie. You have like a million ties. You're he's British. Like, you're, you're killing me. You're killing me dead. Okay? He wants, he wants to impress the president. He's the president. Arriving at the White House, they notice that uh, they're bringing Tony up to the special entrance that uh, heads of state get to walk through. So, uh-oh, going to be a big deal. They're rolling out the red carpet for this Yahoo. Andrew, how much did this movie at this point remind you of my date with the president's daughter? It was a lot, actually. <laughs> Just not as, not as bad green screen, but like... They're like, I don't know. He said he lived in a big White House on 1,600 Pennsylvania, <laughs> Pennsylvania Avenue. Avenue. What? what? <laughs> yeah, he's just walking through the mall, and he runs into Bill Clinton. And he's like, yeah, you might have seen me on the TV. Uh, I, I guess I have like an important job or something. Tony watches in real time as a scoreboard tracks where the president is in the building. <laughs> And basically, he's getting big time through all this. Oh, he's so big time. He's just getting big time because they're like, ah, only 15 minutes late for your meeting. You must be important. Right. Tony goes into the Oval Office and meets with Bill. and uh, He's on the phone. He's like on the phone. With Japan. And he's like, he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, double the bet. And he like waves him in. No, he's, he's like, I want to assure you that Japan and the U.S. have had a great special relationship. And then you hear like, <laughs> boop. <laughs> boop, boop. He's not talking to anyone. He's like, oh, yes, 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 yes. No, Tony looks over, phone's unplugged. Yeah. <laughs> Why, yes, I am very handsome. It's so, yes, thank so you. Nice you thank say. you, President of Pizza. <laughs> he notes that uh, with Bill that he's taken a couple of pages out of Bill's playbook, and Bill's like, he basically took the whole goddamn thing. Yeah, you but did everything. Uh, I, 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 I support that. He says this visit might help tony get over the finish line because he wants to back tony because they both consider themselves slightly left of center um moderates right yeah yeah you know they're not going full left but they're also not right they're definitely wing. not conservative bill offers his help and then he shows him a moon rock and he says sometimes i just come down here and just look at this, look at this dumb rock. rock look at this huh? think about that think about that and then they both have a stony uncomfortable silence and then he's like, uh-oh, the phone's for me. Didn't ring. Just no. picks it up. Hello? <laughs> What's that? The moon? Oh. They want their rocks back? Uh-oh. I got to take, take this. <laughs> Tony wins the prime minister position, and he's getting applause from everyone there at Downing Street. And it's basically the end of Titanic. They're, yeah. like, filed up to up the stairwell. Tony may be dead. I don't I, know. I believe he's dead, yes. The first call he receives is from Jacques Chirac, who tries to big time him by only speaking in French. Yeah. He's like, his, his assistant, ah, yes, we will be a very fine partnership. His, his assistant is like, don't talk to him. And he speaks English. So, so you talk English. Force him to speak in English. And so they're just two guys babbling at each other. Yeah. Do they establish that Tony Blair speaks French? Well, he's answering 
he's answering Jacques' questions in correctly English. in English. Right. So Tony must. I like to assume that they weren't. Like I would have loved it if the subtitles. <laughs> yes, were like... I am very handsome. <laughs> how about the? How about those? Uh, how about Manchester United? Pretty good this year, huh? He's like. He's like, yeah, yes, yes I, we're gonna bomb them. <laughs> I, we will, we will bomb them to the Stone Age. That is the plan. That's right. You goddamn right. I called it. <laughs> I, I hope they, they burn, burn in hell. hell. <laughs> All right, gotta go. Bye. He then gets a phone call from Bill, who then he immediately hangs up on Jacques. He's like, "Hey, look, sounds great. Gotta go. A Goodbye." Real president's calling. Calls up Bill, who's like, yeah, you're doing great. You want all those little townships out in Wester Hampshireshire? Yeah, well, oh, this is a big deal. You, you got did North it. King's he basically child, He basically gave sir. him a cameo. He, like, paid $85 to get, <laughs> hey, like, uh, happy birthday, Tony. Uh, I hear you really like Big Brother. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's a good show. A lot uh, of fun. You know, having a lot of fun out there in the UK. Thanks for being a fan. But, uh, I'll, I'll, all right, I'll catch you later. Bye. Tony's like, wow, he said happy birthday to me. It's not for a couple months, so that's fine. I think he meant to say happy anniversary. But, you know, that's fine. It's cool. It's fine. Bill then meets with Tony in the UK, and this is where Tony explains what the special relationship is, you see. It's a combination of nations coming together, and depending on who the heads of state are at the time, they can get a lot done. Tony feels that both he and Bill are on the same page politically, and they can push the uh, the they can push the future of slightly left of center politics forward decades, even centuries. Centuries ahead. Bill agrees and says they could put right wing politics right out of business. We'll we'll let some people have <laughs> health insurance. Huh? Huh? Think That's about a big it. Step. That's pretty cool, right? Uh, so this is basically the setup of the whole movie. This scene in the Oval Office. This is basically the first date. Is what this is like. This is a romantic comedy of sorts, sort of. Like the main thing at this. The other big thing that we had talked about in our text messages is that throughout this movie, and especially at this point, Tony seems like the Toady of the high school jock. Yes, right? it, he's, where he's uh, like some weird oh, he's so Cool, I love him he's so much. He's the fucking coolest guy. He, he drives a red fury. I want to buy a red fury. You're like, oh, he's such a douchebag. He's, an he's a fucking creep. He's like, no, he's cool. He showed me his moon rock. He slapped that one guy with his penis <laughs> in the gym. It was embarrassing. He has this thing where he like punches people in the balls when they weren't expecting it. That's yeah, funny. It's funny. It's funny. Right? No, no, that's that's great, Bill. I love it. I love it when you punch me in the dick like that. <laughs> Tony takes a bath, a very British bath. The most British bath. He has like three inches of bath water. Yeah. He's in this bone dry tub and he's like, I'm just in for a soak. Meanwhile, his wife is like, Yeah, I had to hang out with this battle axe of a wife. Good, her. This just blah, 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 blah. look at my big support staff. Blah, 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 blah. Tipper Gore is such a bitch. Blah, 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 blah. Just all day, every day. All the time. Uh Tony, however, sings Bill's praises. However, Tony's wife, Cherie, isn't convinced. She knows that Bill's being investigated for sexual misconduct. However, she notes that he and Hillary, Bill and Hillary, are incredibly close. They're Their basically team. a political machine. She says that in the uh, in the Arkansas press, they used to be known as Billary. That's how close they were. She kind of uh, is a little upset that uh, Bill would turn to Hillary for political advice, but Tony would not turn to Sheree for political advice. Right. 
At this point, Tony should have said, I would also turn to Hillary for political <laughs> advice. She would know how to cut the throats of anyone who got yeah. in the way. She knows where all the bodies are. Hillary then talks with Bill as he, first of all, I love this. Basically, any scene that is taking place with Bill Clinton, he is just, he's eating. It's he's just like constantly the, just shoving shit in his face. I think the research was that SNL sketch where... Uh, he goes to McDonald's, yes. <laughs> Uh, Hillary talks with Bill as he lays on the cat as he lays on a bed and he eats. That's the that whole joke of that thing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he like, shows up. He, sh- he jogs into a McDonald's and he's like, "I want to meet some real people." Home. Oh, he ba- Home. yeah. He basically sets out his. He lays out like political agenda. He's like, "Now this hamburger is is you know the one <laughs> percent, yeah. and this is what they're doing to your taxes." And he basically just eats the entire hamburger. Which that was the thing when he was elected in '92, they were like, "Here's this big fat. fat fucking hillbilly gonna be in the White House." Yeah. Like that was that's the whole joke from '92 to '96. And then the joke changed. Oh God, did it? Hillary talks with Bill as he eats chips. Bill says that Tony is a handsome man, and he seems like he's got a good head on <laughs> Hotter his shoulders. Hotter than his wife. He, he says, says it's so w- weird. He says it's weird to see the husband more attractive than the, his wife. And you're like, I don't know who that's like. Who's that a dig at? It's not like who's that a compliment for? Because first of all, it's like, oh, Tony's handsome, but he really got the hots for this ugly woman. Yeah. Who also, I want to remind you, is hideous, right? <laughs> just, I barely. She looks like a Picasso painting. <laughs> She's, She's got just, one just eye, like nothing way but the up. wrong angles. You think that your perspective's wrong. You feel like you're. You're standing uh, on like an unbalanced piece of ground. Yeah, that's what I think when I look at that old hag. Uh, Hillary says, yeah, he's handsome, but he's a little too perfect. He's a little too manufactured. Bill says, ah, too, you don't like your people too perfect. You don't like your men too perfect. Well, I'm sorry. I've got terrible news for you. My mother said I was always too good to be true. You know, it's just... It's, it's fun. This is a fun, lighthearted scene between this married couple. Yeah, two people that, that like each other. Going to go south very it's quickly. Go so it's, well. I think this just sets up that it, the icy turn that this is right. going to take. Bill tells Tony over dinner that he needs to define his legacy ahead of time, or somebody else is going to do it for him. So right. he needs to figure out what the fuck it is that he wants to do and get with his term in office. It. Get shit done. Tony takes it to heart. As we cut to footage of, of Northern Ireland, as tensions begin to boil over, Tony feels he needs to send a message. He gives a speech saying, man, it would be nice if uh, we could negotiate, we could negotiate each some other. kind of peace in Northern Ireland, which then uh, uh, spurs more violence. Right. Tony's very so dis- like a little bitch. He calls Bill Clinton yeah, he, and is like, I don't know what to do. I gave a speech and it didn't work mean. My tea is so low. <laughs> Bill's like, well, the ladies, they have, they have been, been talking. talking. Bill says, look, man, I'll help you out, whatever you need. Do you want me to give a speech or something or give some words of support? Tony's like, yeah, 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 yeah that'd be good. Wait, that'd be good. Come oh, to my party, Bill. He's like, uh, yeah, maybe I'll be there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just, you have your any, guys write something. Fucking chicks there. <laughs> All right, got to go. <laughs> Drives off on his motorcycle. Throws a beer can. <laughs> See you, nerd. Pops another fucking one. Fucking dighead. Donuts and leaves. Hopefully this wakes your fucking bitch of a wife up. <laughs> Does a donut and leaves. Yeah. Tony's like, man, he's so fucking he's cool. the coolest guy Just in the covered world. Covered in dirt and mud. 
This does spur some forward momentum with the peace talks, however. Tony calls Bill to thank him, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, got to go. Deuces hangs up on him. He calls him, and he's like, I just want to thank you for everything you did. He's like, yeah, yeah, it was no problem for me to... uh sign that card what is this about? he's like no no it's peace in northern ireland he's like uh pizza he, northern yeah that sounds Kathy ireland that sounds like yeah. something i would eat sure sure yeah okay. i'll have two of those all right bye bye, bye. <laughs> click it's like yeah wbac 107.9 uh it's the greatest <laughs> uh i love the drive time talk hour <laughs> okay is that you, you guys get what you need is that this gonna is work President for you? Bill Clinton, you're listening to Drive Time Hour on WCBAC <laughs> 107.9. Boomer in the Nuge. Do, 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 do. <laughs> do, 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 do. All right, okay. What else do we got to do today? Bill is informed that the Lewinsky matter is getting very serious in Congress while he's out on a run, not at McDonald's, but no, you get he's the idea. Jogging, he's jogging, and then a golf cart pulls up, and they're like, hey. you got to take this call. This. It's the president. It's not you. <laughs> so then he goes and wakes up uh, Hillary. He says, there's been an incident. The, an, <laughs> an incident. incident. <laughs> and <laughs> it should have been that scene yeah. with him and Christian Slater is what it should have been. So, yes, Bill's like, eh, so uh, <laughs> it's been an incident. And he says, um, you're going to hear some stuff, but uh, it's not true. Uh, just want to remember, uh, uh, I'm your husband. We're yeah. here. Remember, remember the that White joke? House? Remember, remember me being perfect? About, remember, remember when I talked shit that about that ugly bag of a prime minister's wife? Remember right? that? <laughs> Good times. Tony sees on the TV a story about the affair, and his wife suggests, hey, you know this United States trip that we're planning? Maybe we shouldn't. Maybe we shouldn't go? Tony says, what am I supposed to do? (laughs) That's what he sounded like. Yeah. Bill talks with Hillary and says, "Uh, man, okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, all right, all right. This crazy lady... I think she worked here. I think she did. I don't know. She might have been on a tour. I ran into her, and she said that she wanted to get into politics, so I helped her out. You know me. You know me. Always helping. He said, and he he says, he says, swears. Look. All right. Now, hold on. Now, listen. Hold on. You're going to think maybe he did it. I didn't do it. Maybe I did, but I didn't. I don't even know what she's going to accuse me of. She, I don't know because she's making it all up. I mean, she, if, if I had anything. to say, it could be anything. I, I, I don't she know. She might say I'm a wolfman. I don't know. Uh, it could be. Maybe I am, but I'm not. I'm not a wolfman. And anything else she says is going to be just, just as, as crazy. It's just as crazy. Did you imagine me being a wolfman? I mean, I've been out during a full moon. You haven't seen me turn into a wolfman. It's going to be this exact same line of bullshit from Usually, the right-wing media. As long as it's cloudy, I'm out there. I'm out there every day, but right. I, but once it gets, once the clouds start to break, yes, I do run off. I, and I say, do. Uh, I, 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 have gotta to, go. I have I gotta to. I have to go. I have to go. But that's a completely separate issue. It's not a Wolfman thing. Oh, yeah. That's that's again. That's for WVAC 107.9. Oh, yeah, that's sorry. The, the Wolf Time Midnight Drive. <laughs> they played nothing but Zep from midnight to one. He swears he didn't do anything to lead this girl on. He right. says, "I don't know. She's crazy." Uh, he says it's all bullshit. Hillary then leads a meeting about the evidence that's out there regarding this dress and voicemails. And basically, she gets down to brass tacks. She says, here's what we're going to fucking do, okay? This is about the right-wing media. This is about this this bullshit machine trying to take us down. They've accused us of fucking murder. And now it's another one of these 
nothing not nothing burgers <laughs> yes i didn't want to say that but uh there's just nothing behind uh, all these accusations okay it's just people trying to take down the democratic party right because they're mad that they're not in power they've tried it before they'll try it again so she and bill go on a media blitz she goes on the today show to say unequivocally these statements are all false right bill's watching this on the tv and he looks a little uh upset a little guilty because he is a wolf man <laughs> oh god oh god she's gonna find out she's that's why i wouldn't wear the silver necklace she got me tony decides to head to the united states regardless and while he's on the plane his advisors are warning him that the clintons might be a bit of a uh, murky area to enter into and it might affect him politically right then they also have a spirited conversation about what is considered sex what fun. And the phrase, eating ain't cheating, and if it ain't in, it ain't sin, are okay. stated during this scene. Right. Okay. Okay, okay, guys. Okay, okay. <laughs> you know, fun guy talk. I, this is all guy stuff. I expect this on uh, WKBV. <laughs> Yeah, the drive time talk. I yeah, did not yeah, expect yeah. this from my heads of state. You got AK and the Gons talking about Hummer Fridays. Right. <laughs> Tony arrives at the White House and uh, directly after the shit goes down and he uh, has a press conference with uh, Bill. The press peppers Tony with a bunch of questions uh, saying like, uh, this scumbag next to you, what uh, what's going this, on here? Mr. Prime Minister, is eaten cheating? <laughs> now, yeah, I, 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 I very much respect the... the the wise gentleman from Worcestershire, but uh, if Eaton were cheating, uh, uh, well, you can see yourself. Good show. They pepper him with questions. Tony tells a very, uh, a very pointed story about Winston Churchill, basically saying that during World War II, in the run-up to World War II, there was a lot of concern that the United States was not going to have the back of the United Kingdom. All right. But in the end, they basically quoted the Bible by saying, where you go, I go. We're in it together. Right. Friends till the end, through thick and thin. Right. So if you had sex with Monica Lewinsky, I had sex with Monica Lewinsky? Yes, by the laws that of this this specific, it's written down. I haven't had sex with her yet, but I will... Because we you have a special have relationship. That's what it is? Oh, it's... That's the special... <laughs> oh, God. They're, they're swingers. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yes, he says that he's backing him up. Tony, wherever he goes, Tony will go. And Clinton is very appreciative like, of oh, Tony's support. Nice. That's very yeah. nice. Oh, yeah. that's so sweet. By oh, the way, everybody I, say, oh. Oh, isn't that yeah, great? Yeah, he's taking his good. neck out for me. I did. I did have I sex did, with her. I am, like, a I, lot. I'm and I lied about sin. it. There's, and I lied, I, and I, I told other people to lie. I told but a thanks. lot of other thanks people to lie for me. me. I said, I told her to lie under the deposition. You're aces. <laughs> this guy, though, this I, guy I'm gets it. I'm fucking you over right now. This guy, fucking gets it. By letting you do this, I am fucking you. And I should have said something ahead of time, but you did it. This is on... This is you. You and me. We're in it. You. Yeah. Ride or die. He punches him in the balls. Punches him in the, yeah. Gets on a motorcycle. It's weird that during the press conference, he does the like finger. The, yeah. Below the waist. Below the and waist, then he like, like punches oh, no, him I gotta right punch in the you. fucking dick. Tony's wife drive home from the White House. His wife says, yeah, Bill Clinton owes you now. Because right. you stuck That's your neck why out you did it. Him. And Tony says, no, I, I didn't. I know. No, it's because for... I'm in love with him. I'm not. She's like, Did I say that? 
tell me it's because tell me this is some political machinations he's like no i love the guy he's a great guy i love him i'd love to have him over you know he's always eating my fucking food and yeah. going he's like a bear in my refrigerator all the time Raccoon, just, just... i have to hang my picnic basket from a tree <laughs> to help prevent from, from getting it but he's fine he's he's a lovely man Tony and Bill then talk on the phone about Bosnia and Slobodan Milosevic. Yeah. Do you remember any of this? I from do the remember mid-90s, all of this. That yes. There was genocide and ethnic cleansing. The Yugoslavia was invading uh, Serbia. Serbia. So this is basically. So this. So now Tony's like, all right, I had your back. Uh, now it's time for the U.S. to back me as I try to prevent or try to try, to, try to prevent stop ethnic to these, cleansing yeah, to, or to stop it. It's yeah. been happening. But yes. I'm, gonna stop I'm going it. to put a stop to this. And they, Clinton's like, eh, yeah, I mean, maybe. Uh, I mean, you just gave a speech. Yeah. You like, kind of just stood there. You stood there sit, like a wall eyed idiot. And you're like, well, yeah. Winston Churchill, you know, that's Winston Churchill would, and Ecclesiastes. And so that means I have to let like a bunch of people die. Like, is, is that what you're saying? Eh, whatever. They fret over the international reaction to making any moves. At the uh, European Union, Jacques Chirac busts Tony's balls about Bill Clinton's penis size. Right. At this point in the movie, we have been told that, like, there's... And this I also remember, where they were like, we know the exact dimensions of the president's penis. Yeah. That is the damning evidence, is that we know that it is five and a half inches long with a curve at the base. Yes. And he says, how long is that in centimeters? And he says it's uh, it's about it's about this it's long about, <laughs> about as long as this middle finger I'm pointing right at you. Right up yours, you fucking frog. Bill makes the move and says that he'll testify in the case as this as the evidence continues to stack up. Right. And Bill then sits in the Lincoln bedroom and has to tell Hillary. He's like, "Okay, so okay, right. hold on now. Here now I said I here's what I the about all this Wolfman stuff." <laughs> Let's let's stay. I I had sex with that woman, but but not a wolf man. Not a wolf man. I am a Dracula. I just I there. I said it. There. I said it. You right. always knew that I was a Dracula. And I you think, had your suspicions. I think part of you liked me for it. You just never wanted to know. That time when I cut open my chest and made you. Yeah, I made you lick it. Lick Remember it, that? Light. Remember? Hot. And then you were like in the middle of the woods somewhere. And then I bought. Then then those fucking assholes busted up all my coffin. <laughs> nah, oh, come <laughs> on, motherfuckers! I'm still pissed about it. <laughs> uh, please listen to our Dracula. Uh, yes, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Dracula. He said yes. The relationship was Fine. inappropriate, and Hillary is shocked at this. Do you think this is actually how it went down? No. I think as soon as I think in that first scene when he was like, "You're gonna hear some shit," she was like, she was "What like, did you do, you fucking asshole?" What I knew did you it. Do? I fucking knew it because you did it before, and I knew you'd do it again. And now we're here, and it's happening. And but like, because well, they I both mean, they're like they're both a political machine, like yeah. they can't not back down it from me. it. You're in it with me. Tony sees this speech that he gives where he says, I want to say that I did things inappropriate, right. blah, 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 Indeed, blah, blah. Indeed, I did have sex with, with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. His wife thinks that Bill's kind of scummy. Tony's embarrassed. Tony really doesn't know how to react, but he says, boy, I stood up there and I quoted goddamn Winston Churchill. And, and Ecclesiastes. Pissed myself in front of him when he punched me in the dick. Yeah. But uh, I said I, he was my best pal of all time and I'd never not want to love him. But, uh, boy, this makes it look foolish. Yeah. 
His wife says, uh, he wonders aloud, he's like, well, if uh, the tables were turned and that was me, would you leave me? Because she says, I wonder if Hillary will leave Bill. She says, no, I won't leave you. I wouldn't leave you, but I'd cut I your dick sure off. as hell would make your life absolutely a nightmare. Yes. In a limo in D.C., it's very icy between Hillary and Bill. Mm-hmm. She says, I got to figure out how to go forward from this. Right. But I'm going to do it alone, so I'm moving out. <laughs> so I'm going to. I'm kicking Gore out of the vice president's house. He's going to stay at like a comfort inn somewhere. He seems to be okay with it. It says a lot of things about Tipper. I, I don't want to get in the middle of be that. A part of it. But you know my feelings, all right? We know. We know. She's, kind of, she's a bitch. She's kind of a bitch. Tony is told that uh, Clinton is on the bubble, man. So you got to watch yourself. Yeah. Don't get. He's going to get him. Don't get in league with this guy because you're going to. He's going to drag you down with him. At the UN. Tony pushes for action on Kosovo. Yes. Then he complains to Bill that the UN observers, after the UN is like, all right, fine, here's what we're going to do. We're going to step in. We're going to have observers in the area. We're going to make sure that Slobodan Milosevic doesn't fucking murder a bunch of civilians. Do a bunch of shit, all right? But no ground troops. Tony says that's not enough. We need something to back up this threat. Right. Because they're going to put in a bunch of observers, and he's just going to continue to do this kind of things. However... Bill is not convinced. He tells Tony he's not going to do anything until Slobodan does something. Right. Tony complains to his wife, and he says it's up to him. We got to help these I'm people. I'm the big man. I'm the big man. I got the big the big pants. All right. I'm a boy. I'm man. I'm, I'm a, a man. man. I'm man. I'm man. I'm not. A, I'm not a boy. I didn't know. No. I don't know who's saying that. I'm a man. I'm the big man. All right. I'm a big man with a big thirst. Now I'm going to go play with my uh, duckies in my tub again. He's like, I'm a big man with a big thirst. Watch me drink this cup of water. He's like, oh, oh it's too much. It's, it's too cold. cold. It's too cold. It's too cold. Can we warm this up? I have very sensitive teeth. Bill then on the television sees a bunch of massacre footage that has been happening this entire time. Yes. And he's like, oh, boy, I have oh, no boy. Idea. Whoops. Hillary, he talks with Hillary on the phone. And she says, you got to do what you got to do. So then she says, yeah, let's let's bomb. Sure. Sure. So then we got not? footage of bombs and Bill, missiles and stuff. Bill says uh, Bill calls Tony and says this is bad and he's up for some bombing. Let's let's bomb him. Yeah. Tony pushes Parliament to go after Slobodan, which amps up Slobodan's push against Kosovo even further. Tony then arrives in Kosovo to see the carnage that's been wrought. Yeah, at like a refugee camp. And says, we will not let these people down. Right. It's, it is morally wrong to let this happen. This is what's going to drive the rest of this act. Yes. Blair is convinced that the bombing is not working. However, NATO will not commit to ground troops without Bill Clinton's support. So then he heads to the Oval Office to say... We got to get in there. We got a couple of options. We here's the two things. We can either me, send. I can either get you give me eight eighty thousand troops. We go in there. We bust up a couple coffins. We <laughs> knock some stuff over. Piss on piss, some just graves. Go and look at his weird, like creepy dungeon yeah. where there's a bunch of spikes. Mess some things up. He gets the hint and he fucks off. Or, or, and I like this one. You give me two hundred thousand troops, and we burn that motherfucker to the ground. Huh? Think about it, man. Bill. Now not- that I felt really weirdly, I felt weirdly conflicted at this scene because 
you're supposed to be on Tony Blair's side, right? Yeah. You're supposed to be like, oh yeah, he's he's being tough. He's tough on talk. He's he's doing what he less less rock, more talk. Yeah. And then one of Clinton's advisors is like, so you're also gonna send us send eighty thousand British troops? He's like, oh, and they're like, oh my, no, 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 no. It's all goodness me, no, no, no. We'll we'll let Americans die. We will say good. I'm brave and I am strong. You're doing it, and I'm ready to let every American die. And they're like. Why would we do this? <laughs> this sounds like a bad plan. And he's like, we, we got to do what's right. Said, We're in it together. We, gotta, we have to do what's right. You, and you send and as many Americans. And mostly you, but me, me as well. well but it's my, I take the credit, but me, the Americans die. And it's you. It's us. You know, this is us. This, this. is us. Yes. And that <laughs> concludes my TED talk. <laughs> so uh, the advisors in the Oval Office aren't terribly convinced. And Bill's like, why would you be? Bill's like, uh, Tony, uh, can, I, can, I talk, can I talk to you on the phone? Yeah, yeah, we're going to go. We're going to go. We're going to go freshen up. They step outside. Uh, Clinton rips a big old fart. He just fucking like, just gasses oh, it up. He's God. like, it's like, uh, so what? So he farts really loud. And I don't like, want to do that inside. Takes a fucking drag of a cigarette, and he's like, "What the fuck was <laughs> What's that going on? Some fucking shit about Cole waiting in Kosovo? <laughs> what the fuck is that shit all about?" Throws a cigarette onto the White House lawn, sets it on, sets fire. It on fire. They have to stamp it out. Goes back inside. Tony pushes Clinton, saying, "This is their Christian duty." To do this. Right. And he's like, what the fuck does that That's mean? duty. You sounded like you're one of those guys on the right now. Bill says that, yeah, he wants to win and he wants to make sure that it's right. But that's in an off-the-record capacity. And if you want to talk about troop elevation, we can do that as well, but later in the in the day. However, NATO says they ain't going to put in troops. And we're not going to go against what NATO wants to do. So, right. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I also set part of your pant leg on fire. <laughs> Goodbye. And he just leaves. Gets on his motorcycle, drives across the West Lawn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This doesn't sit well with Tony, who then goes back to his advisors, and he's like, he was mean to me. (laughs) And he says, you know that speech in Chicago? Yeah, we're going to fucking twist his nuts off. Watch this. So then he goes to Chicago, and he gives a big impassioned speech saying that the United States, now he doesn't necessarily state the United States, but he says that the doctrine of isolationism that doesn't work anymore. Bad idea. That is a bad idea. It is your duty. We all have to work together. To work that booty. And give me as many American troops as possible. He says that his in his speech, he says the U.S. has a friend in the U.K. and the U.K. has a friend in the United States. What happens in one section of the world affects the other sections of the world. Yes, you mm. and the Naboo have a, yeah. <laughs> a symbiotic relationship. That's right. What you're happens just, to one of them will affect the, the ocean, other. If you're in the ocean, you know. The droid army is going to come for you. Yes. And then he says. <laughs> I hate that movie. We, it's a bad movie. We to help you. Clinton watches this on TV. Tony he, Blair is really. He's, the, he's a he's funnier a, he's character. A, he's, a, he's a funny character than we've had in uh, the world stage in a, in a while. And I just, we just got to. We just, no, we just, just gotta, have to just, have to win the war. <laughs> we just got to make it work. The American press goes gaga for Tony Blair. Yeah. 
President Blair? Question mark. No. No. Saying that they wish that they had a president like Tony Blair. Here's a tough-talking, smart, handsome, handsome man guy with an ugly with as dog shit wife. Battle axe, just absolute crone of a wife. You feel like she won a contest, and that's how she got to be her the the, the first lady here. Public approval for Tony is also very high, and international public approval is high. Uh-huh. He's told that he is the number one world leader on Tiger Beat magazine. Or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what Most poll this was. Doable prime minister. <laughs> oh, All right. Oh, okay. Tony runs into Bill at NATO, and Bill gives him shit about that speech. He's like, "Yeah, I heard your fucking speech, you dickhead." Asshole. He asks, "He's like, yeah, I he's saw like, the headlines as well." King Blair, and he's like, what kind of fucking king comes begging for troop support? You want to do this? You fucking do this yourself, you fucking, you fucking idiot. And he just pushes him down a set of stairs, stairs, kicks him on the way down. Tells him to say hi to his wife for him. (laughs) The pressure, however, is on Slobodan, and uh, it continues to ramp up at Parliament. Tony is, first of all, in this is like, this is told in in uh, file footage where it's like, ah, the international community is stepping up, I guess, based on Tony Blair's speech where he just pissed and moaned about not having troop support. And he's like, ah, he might lose support of Boris Yeltsin. So then Tony's in parliament, like calling some like uh, uh, local councilman's wife, like a trash (laughs) bag hoe or something. And then everyone's like, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he's pulled out to be told that uh, they're pull- the, the Yugoslavians are withdrawing from Kosovo. It worked. All your we tough talk worked. And now Kosovo is being put under UN jurisdiction. Tony is told that he won. And he's like, something. That's wonderful. What's wonderful news? The March of Time continues on into the 2000s. As we see more file footage, Bill and Hillary head to Tony Blair's house for one last visit before Bill leaves office. At dinner, Tony apologizes for all that, you know, going behind your back, talking shit about you in the press kind of stuff. You know, we're friends. We're friends. Bill's like, it's a load of shit. You know that? Yeah. It's a load of shit. You fucked me over, man. Maybe look like a dick. Bill says, you know, uh, I've... I uh, I don't think that you were this uh, rube as you kind of claim that you are. Yeah. You're just this fucking stone cold killer. Uh, and if if you were born in the United States, you would absolutely crush anyone in a presidential election. Right. This scene is super strange because you feel it's feels like a denouement. It feels like the end, mm-hmm. and this is supposed to be the big reveal. Where it's like, you betrayed me all along. But all they're talking about is like, you made a speech once that made me look bad. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did, motherfucker. And I got shit done. Yeah, deal with it. The master. The, yeah, the, like. The it, student has become the master. Yeah, is this gr- what the scene is? <laughs> but it's like, all he did was make a speech. Like, it yeah, matter. Yeah, exactly. He didn't, he didn't send UK happened. forces in there. He didn't. Like he's like, oh, we we might not have the American support, but we have to do it ourselves. And he calls in the army. In the it's very much like high school shit. Yeah, you said something in the locker room that I didn't like, and you betrayed me. And you're like, you guys are adults. Like, who cares? While watching on a little tiny television, 
Bill sees that Al Gore has finally conceded the 2000 uh, presidential election. Tony says that uh, he makes a giant ham sandwich. That's the other thing. He's eating. He's again just stuffing like, his fuck face. It. I'm eating. I'm, I'm not gonna, president I'm anymore. Eat. I don't give a shit. So he eats a big sandwich, eats a big old Dagwood, and runs into the mailman. And then is late to the carpool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he then, um, Mr. Bumstead. Bill asked Tony what he wants to do. Right. So He's now like, that now that Bush is in office, I'm leaving. He's obviously the worst president we're ever gonna have. Ever gonna have? It's crazy to think that in only you know that 20 years ago. We were able to get that, not check that off the list. We already did. Worst we're president. done. We're Worst done. president. Only can go up from here. Yeah. Thank God. Uh... So Tony Blair's like, I don't know. I oh, hold on. My soul is still escaping my okay. body. And there goes the 21 grams. They're gone. <sighs> Tony Blair says, well, I kind of want to continue being a big man with a big thirst. I and, might even fill up the bathtub all the way, but I get scared. I don't, I, I don't want to spill. I don't want to spill. So, I if if it's too full, what if a shark's in there? <laughs> I want to be able to see the ground. I get what? nervous. I can't see the ground. <laughs> Bill says, well, that's all well and good, but I'm not there anymore. And it's not Al Gore. And the bushes here, these guys play rough. Yeah. There's some They're shit. They're criminals and monsters. <laughs> There's some real shit in the, the cabinet there, yeah. so you might want to play it cool. Tony says, "Well, I'll think about it." And then, and then we get to the only like good part of this whole thing. I thought was where Clinton says, "All right, I guess you're gonna ice me out too. I'll just be like everybody else, and I'll watch." I'll, watch, I'll read your body language in the press in conferences. The press, yeah, in press conferences to see if you actually like this guy. Mm-hmm. And then Bill gets ready to leave, and Tony talks on the phone with George Bush. He's, you know, he's, meanwhile, he's trying to glad hand him. Meanwhile, like a helicopter is taking off feet away. Yeah, it's and he's blowing on the out phone, the windows like, of this mansion. Like, Hello? <laughs> yes? Yes, I do. No. Hello? Tony isn't sure whether or not he wants to stick with the local politics or chase after the Bushes, but. The two of them watch each other through window. Bill takes off in Marine One and waves goodbye to Tony. Tony waves goodbye to Bill. That was the last time they saw each other. We then cut to actual real life footage of Tony Blair meeting with George W. Bush at Camp David. The two of them are sharing a laugh and a handshake. But not really. You could tell he's he's like got this very forced smile. Yes. And he's leaning very far away as far away from him as he can on the podium. Yes. Like they don't want to be near each other. And, and you can tell George it's like, W. Bush has asked the question, did you guys do you guys have anything what did you talk about? What do you and the Prime Minister yeah. have in common? And he's like, Well, we both use Colgate toothpaste, which first of all, he that's a that. that's a first of all, this is actual footage, but in my mind I was like that's a fucking banger. Like, I love it. That's, that's, a good fucking, joke. that's pretty fucking funny. Like, of all about the... your love life. <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing. He's just replaying that yeah. commercial in his mind over and over well, and over Well, I had again. a proposition for Tony. <laughs> and the two of them walk off. But we know in, in hindsight that. Bush basically takes a huge dump on his political career by leading him into the hand, by the hand into the Iraq war. Yeah, he's like, you're going to be with us. And no he wanted what. to be at the table so much that he just killed his political career in the process. Right. And that's the end of the special relationship. 
quite addicted to this movie. Uh, Andrew, this movie was upsetting in many ways. Hmm. Uh, it portrays, like, the fact that it ends with, like, and then the worst thing in the world happened. Bush was president. That's right. George W. w. Bush, Bush, literally, that that's it. That's, that's the worst. That's, that's the worst the, thing that, that could have happened. That is the highest happened. watermark of terrible things that will happen or ever happen to the United States, specifically the West Wing. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's... I would give anything to have that war criminal in office again like we didn't know how now we hold on it. a second now that that gets bandied about but like oh my god <laughs> Let's, yeah, I, I i don't want to it's like it's it is the worst of all worlds where we're going back and, and like no yearning for the bush years for, we don't we don't want that that's the other thing we don't want right so i also like i appreciate like the amount of like majesty and reverence. We brought I brought this up when in my day with the president's daughter as well, where it's like the way that the West Wing is fictionalized it has this like kind of like majesty and pomp and circumstance to it where, you know, we see Clinton is constantly on the phone like wheeling and dealing with a bunch of foreign dignitaries and and making you know, making sure that the the wheels are moving forward for the United States interests, but also for the international community at large. Yeah. Meanwhile, now it's like there's like a fucking screen door that's like off its hinges there. <laughs> we have this 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 some fucking guy, this hobo that shows up at rallies and is like, I ain't got nothing to do. I'm just going to fucking yeah. piss and moan for 90 fucking minutes. Send them back. That's that's what our president is doing. He goes to rallies and he shouts racism, and he's like, "Well, my job is done." He doesn't shout it. He sits there and, and has a big fucking Cheshire cat grin on his face. And then a day later, like, when they're oh, like, they "Hey, said that. that was terrifying. What are you doing?" Yeah, uh, and then a day after it. that, he's like, eh, "Maybe it wasn't so bad. I don't know." We're recording this on the Saturday before this post, so if something terrible happens on a Sunday, Probably. I'm not going to fix the edit when, when it, it does. does. Be surprised that we were so naive in our uh, discussion of this, by the way. It's terrible. This uh, makes me not, like, I hate this. I hate this. I hate looking at these presidential films, to be quite honest, because I hate it all right, right now, Mark. The other thing that's awful is, like, it is, like... <sighs> It's just so upsetting to see like a 1996 because this movie took uh, this takes, takes place between 96. It actually takes place 92. between 92 and 2000. Right, but the movie came out in 2010. Correct. And the movie itself is very much like, was it a big deal that he had sex with Monica Lewinsky? Like, was that really worth it that it dismantled his entire career? Because at that time, America, the, we did have kind of a perspective. For the wrong of like, reasons. Right. There was a lot of political graft and grift uh, attached to it, but like. But now, not, yes. Now that we look yeah. back on it, we're like, no, that was awful. That yeah, was awful. It was, he it shouldn't was, have been president It shouldn't president have done that. Anymore. It should have that he fucking perjured himself. And, and he, he made other people perjure. And we just. Ruined lives and careers right. to prevent himself from being impeached and removed from office. Over this. Over. Yes. It's. And now. Again, we have a president who admits that he rapes people, mm-hmm. and nobody seems to care. Hmm. 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 It's upsetting. Uh-huh. It's upsetting. It's a very upsetting movie. Uh, Only because of where because we are of where now. We are right if we had watched this in 2010, we'd have been like, "Yeah, Bush sucks, man." Yeah, fuck that guy. Fuck that fucking asshole. Uh, but I do like the idea of this movie as a teen rom com. 
because they're like looking at each like one of them is going off to college yeah and he's like looking out the window and then we I'll fast never forget you yeah and then we fast forward to like their new wife or new girlfriend yeah. and like they meet each other at a party and like, they're like oh 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 you're doing well so you're who are you with now george bush oh i i never thought you would end up with someone like that yeah well i didn't think so either but you know when you talk to him he's actually a really nice guy we both use colgate toast his glass bush has got this big thing of colgate in his hand (laughs) toast back and then we fade out (laughs) it's like la la land actually oh man what a what a where where was the musical freeway scene in this one yeah could have used it i thought this was Musical beltway scene. Ooh, mm-hmm. yes. Okay, uh-huh. now we're talking. And they're gridlocked. Yes. God ah! damn it. Get him on the phone. Get him on the blower. I thought this movie was boring. I had to watch it in two sessions because I got about 45 minutes in and I was like, get to the Clinton part. Yeah, it was lame and kind of sucked. Also, this is about Tony Blair, but really like a majority of the focus and it seems like a majority of the heavy lifting of this movie is by on Dennis Quaid's shoulders, correct? Yes. Well, a, ma- a majority of the And mo- I think is it only because we that's the only because we're American. Exactly. That's probably, the touchstone. Probably, but a lot of the movie is Tony Blair calling the president of the United States while he's eating. I mean, that's pretty cool. Which is like that's which I thought was kind of funny that every time he calls him it's like, the middle of the night Hurl. and he's like just going around very like cuz he's rarely ever in these phone calls rarely ever occur in the Oval Office. Right. It's he's usually, like on the shitter. Yeah, he's he's in at a like, softball he's, game. He's in a kitchen in a couple of them, and he's wandering around. He's like, are you eating? No. no. Oh, you just go to and put potato chips on it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that was that was the thing that I enjoyed. And uh, what did you think of Dennis Quaid's performance of Bill Clinton? I I read on like IMDb that. All the actors were like, we worked very hard to not do an impression, to characterize this person. I'm like, no, you're doing like a Daryl Hammond. Yeah, yeah. I, you're literally doing a Daryl Hammond. It's one of those things where I... Th- it's Hope Davis as uh, Hillary is a little... I actually, there were like great. little, there were like little things that she did that were very much like, Hillary. that aren't, aren't kind of the stock standard, yeah. like... Pokemon go to the polls, <laughs> but with all lives matter with De- with Dennis Quaid, it's it's uh, uh, I do not have like it's that it's yeah. it's the it's the it's the dad impression that everybody's <laughs> father had in the mid nineties that you know it's like sitting around as you're eating your Sunday dinner whatever and he's just like you see the news you got Bubba in there doing whatever and then he in or basically just recreating whatever that SNL skit was that week. Yeah. No, I think it, I think it was very. It was one step short of. Hey, could you imagine what it would be like if Clinton worked at a at a Pizza Hut? I think I think go. it would be a little something like this. Muss up your hair a little bit. Muss up your hair. Turn around. Come back. Uh, indeed, I did put anchovies <laughs> on that pizza. Huh? Uh, uh, uh. He turns around. He's like, um, welcome to Pizza Hut. Um. <laughs> I hope you uh, enjoy it in uh, thirty minutes or or less. Uh, Michelle, of course, uh, <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't, doesn't like it when I order the pizza, it, but uh, uh, when I deliver it, here's the thing: uh, nobody else pizzas the hut. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's a that's that's, that's a what, good. That's what Dennis Quaid sounded like. 
Uh, Mark, would you recommend this movie? No, probably not. No, I don't. Lame and boring and not really about anything. Go watch Frost Nixon if you want to see something a little bit better. Yeah, I guess. See, you you fucking do this all the time. You poo-poo a lot of this shit. A lot of movies, yes. You poo-poo a lot of movies, but like Frost Nixon was good. The moving story of two uh. guys sitting at each other and talking. Uh. Yeah, I love it. No, it it's it's it takes kind of the same premise of two guys talking on the phone from this movie. Yeah. And makes it into effectively a boxing film. <sighs> That's what everybody says. It's a it's a sparring match. It's a sparring these match. Two. They're going back and forth. He calls them a- up. He's Andrew. like, Oh, cheeseburgers. Oh, so drunk. Cheeseburgers. Andrew. I can't doctor says I can't have those anymore. You tell me what you tell me. <laughs> Suck it to Suck me. Suck it to me. That was all that was that's my main complaint about Frost. It didn't have him in they didn't spend like Forty thousand dollars to recreate that scene just there, for a quick cutaway. But the, he wasn't—he was in office at the time. Frost Nixon, he's been out of office for like ten years. He could say, you know, remember that? Remember time when I was on? When remember I when I reached out? out to the younger people um, and then just Rowan and Martin's and then laughing, whip pan like a thirty rock yeah. whip pan, sock it to me. They actually did that joke on Thirty Rock. Yes, but wouldn't that be amazing if Ron Howard was like, yeah, it's. It's going to be a three-day shoot. We're going to uh, digitally gonna, comp him in. We're going to rebuild the set. We're, we're, we actually shot the whole episode of Rowan and Martin's laughing from beginning to end. We don't, we don't need it. We're not going to show it in the but film. It's but it's kind of, I, I want that footage. I wanted them to know what they were socking it to. Cool. Yeah. Mark. Yes. Anything else about the special relationship? Uh, Andrew, what are we watching next time? Mark, for next time... We're going to steer away from real presidents in the our final movie here in July, in the month of July. July. And we're going to go with something a little bit more fictional. We're going to watch from 1973. It's ABC's The President's Plane is Missing. The FAA has just informed the White House that Air Force One is overdue. We don't know that he's dead. We don't know anything for sure. Do you think he crashed? Yes. It's also possible, very possible, that the airplane didn't crash. Is there any chance that Henderson could have brought the plane down in one piece? No. This is Howard K. Smith. As tension continues to rise in Washington, speculation that Air Force One may have been sabotaged has met thus far with no comment from official sources. Military observers say the Strategic Air Command has been ordered to full war alert. There is another possibility that he never got on Air Force One. He was seen! I saw him. I saw the pictures. Someone has to take command. We are on the brink of nuclear war. Do you realize if Haynes is dead, Kermit Madigan is the President of the United States? Wowie zowie, Mark. We got Buddy Epson. We got Peter Gray. Peter Gray. And where's that goddamn plane? I don't know. I left it here. I know I did. Hit the alarm. I we'll we'll be able to hear it. They. Oh, see, I I told you I parked it over there. No, no, that sounds like it's coming from over. And see, you can't hear anything in this fucking garage. Mark, that's gonna do it for this episode of TV Movie Night. If you'd like to listen to past episodes, and who the hell wouldn't? 
listen to just the energy and life just drain from our bodies and minds as we slowly march towards the grave. Not fast enough in my mind. You can do that at soundcloud.com forward slash TV movie night podcast. You can email us at TV movie night podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TV movie night. And you can listen to us on Stitcher. Stitcher. Stitcher, which allows you to stream podcasts directly to your smartphone. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave a review there. It would help us out greatly. Again, all that information and more. SoundCloud.com forward slash TV Movie Night Podcast. Mark, is there anything else? Andrew, I want to assure you. Mm -hmm. I want to tell you again. Mm. I did not. Mm. Listen to last week's episode. You said under deposition last week, you said you did. Indeed, I did watch last week's episode. (laughs)